We're back. Sorry, I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> I was like, why now? Huh? Welcome to Totally Weird and Twisted. Your hosts, Katie and Mandy, will be joining you in a moment. Hello, and welcome to Totally Weird and Twisted. Viewer discretion is advised. We're back, twats! Totally weird and twisted. And podcast. we are here to entertain you. And, and ourselves. Ourselves. <laughs> huh. Yeah. Yeah, we're back. We um, have vodka. We do have the vodka. We are ready to do this shit. Oh my god, I miss it so much. Me too. We just, it's been like a fucked up holiday season. It has, all the way through. All the however, way through. All the way through. However, we are ready to start the new year off fresh, new shows, new topics, new paranormal events that we're doing. Yes. I'm just so excited. We're ready to take you along with us on our crazy. Yes. So sit back and join us. So, so Katie, I think, is starting us off with one of my favorite topics. Yes. So we're going to push Yuri Tolochko to the side. Because mm. I found someone in Australia. I believe she's talking about wow. an objective sexual, which is... <laughs> I can't even believe I got the word out, honestly. Right. Which is my favorite thing. What However, the fuck was that you just showed It me? was a fingertip with something on it, but it looked From like a... From a mouth. It looked like a dickhead. <laughs> so, um, viral thread back on uh, January 9th, which was so long ago, because it's like the 14th. Um... <laughs> Posted something about a man in Australia and his sex doll. Oh my god! And so is he I, worse than Yuri? I'm not say? quite sure okay. that anyone is worse than Yuri. <laughs> oh, what we also forgot to say is that we're recording in our new studio for the first time. Oh my god, we are, and we'll give you like a little tour before we end this episode. We will because we are slowly adding more and more and more. So we'll show you what we have now and then like as we go, we'll show you like more cool shit that we've added. Yeah, this is just the bare bones like very beginning. This was like Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Fucking amazing. <laughs> you can actually see that things are pink now. Yeah, exactly. We, we had pink uplighting before and you couldn't see it our camera just was like i'm gonna delete that yeah our camera was not having any so <laughs> anywho so let's Tell me about this jump right person. in and talk about this and i'm gonna read it because no detail can be left unturned <laughs> so again this is from viral thread on uh january 9th okay so it says a man who is an intimate relationship with a doll has admitted his real life girlfriend what? felt threatened to have to share her man. I wouldn't feel threatened, but I'd be like, the fuck you're is wrong with you? Weirdo. Right. Like, I have a I'm vagina. I'm not sharing Why you with a doll? a doll. Right. 
The Australian who goes by the alias of Rod. I bet he does. Rod? Bought his first doll called Karina in October of 2021. Following a difficult breakup. Okay. The 54-year-old opened up to Seven News Australia about what life is like with the silicone dolls. Plural. And the difficulties of juggling those relationships with a living woman, too. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. It's got to be one stinky closet where he keeps those dolls. <laughs> Explaining how his relationship with Karina began, Rod revealed, home was very empty. You get lackluster when there's no stimulation in your life. Stimulate well, with you your have fucking a girlfriend. Hand, right? Is it a girlfriend or fiance? It's a girlfriend. Okay. I hadn't touched a girl in two years, and it all got a bit strange and distant. Well, don't be weird. No. I mean, clearly there's something wrong with you at that point. <laughs> there's from point one there's maybe you're the problem, problem with him <laughs> right common denominator rod is you i hate that name well it's a fake name i mean rod stewart's okay but yeah that's just because he's got good if you're stuff. fucking sex dolls please don't call yourself rod <laughs> yeah that's so true i i i have a that's so true i don't know gross rod had met his partner jenny not her real name online seven months before he bought Karina. Okay. Okay. But as Jenny so he's lived, trying to go like the human route. Yeah. <laughs> but as Jenny lived over 3,100 miles away, he was still lacking in physical intimacy. Oh, she wasn't from his block? No. <laughs> Apparently she was from the other side of Australia. <laughs> I'm um, still Jenny from the block. He was still lacking in physical intimacy, which had been exacerbated by the lockdown during the pandemic. After discovering the dolls online, Rod spent three thousand Australian dollars, which is about two thousand in U.S. dollars, on his new companion, who he named Karina Lovely. Oh, that's such a dumb name, idiot! Just like Rod. Yeah. Rod and Miss Lovely. Right. Please. Although. Ew. I meant to not cuss this whole episode. Damn it! Not me. I already done it twice. Anyway, I'm going to try for my story. <clears throat> Although he initially saw her as a physical, synthetic companion, <sighs> Karina soon began to open up Rod's emotional side, too. Oh, did he? Right. He explained all it. It. Yeah. All of yeah. a sudden, I had something that required care and maintenance and improvement in a feminine way. It was nice. Spending time with Karina also sparked a love of portrait photography. I don't even want to know. <laughs> In Rod. I would like to see the photographs. And he regularly dresses her up and poses her for pictures in and around his home, racking up 11,000 followers on Instagram. Oh, good for you, weirdo. So, like Yuri, it's getting weird. It's getting weird. Weirder. Rod told Jenny about Karina a month after buying her, which he had, which had a mixed reaction from his human partner. We, well, that's not uncommon. Right. We argued about it and she didn't understand. He explained that Karina was keeping him company and she came around to the idea eventually. She saw what I was doing with the photos and the media just totally accepted it in the end, Rod said. Mm. Did the media accept it? Because they were probably making fun of you. Well, they were like, oh, this is gold. This like, is gold. It's comedic gold please? where I can make fun of this tool. 
Well, I'm gonna be making fun of a tool later, so. Right? You just saddle up, bitch. Well, oh, damn, I cuss again. After the success of his Instagram account dedicated to photos of his doll, Rod was even offered a job taking photos for the manufacturer in China as a result. What? How China calling. They, how could they have possibly paid him, please? They're like, you make this doll look like magic. Jenny is supportive of Rod's talents, as he adds, she's really happy to support me. She was really excited that I got the factory deal, which will open up fields. I have fields. no idea what the fuck that means, but that's what he said. It's a China thing. Must be. <laughs> Karina, or it's translated incorrectly. Right. Or whoever wrote this sucks. <laughs> Karina is such a large part of Rod's life that he's even introduced her to his 85-year-old mother, who mm. has also accepted her as one of the family, too. Story over. The fuck? What? Okay. His 85-year-old mother... such a strange note. Has accepted this Has doll. accepted her as part of the family. I... I don't even know what to say about that. Part of the family? It's a fucking rubber doll. I mean, he's no Yuri Tolochko. Yet. No, but his mom but. is just as whack as he is. This if she's like, thing. family, do, do they buy her Christmas presents? Do they take turns running a train on this doll? What does that, that mean? That is so sick. I mean, the whole thing's fucking super weird to me. Does the girlfriend and Karina and Rod have threesomes? Ew. I bet. I bet they do. However. I'm gonna ride the train. <laughs> ride um, Gross. However, I will say... It didn't make me super mad. It's more the objectum sexuals that are like objects. Marrying a chandelier or like a An sink faucet thing. or some weird shit. A like sink that. faucet? I need yeah. to find that out. <laughs> I saw it on a show once. I can't remember. All right. Well, I have a quest for you guys. And I will, whoever sees this, if I see it before Kitty does, I will tell her, even though I hate it. But. Her thing is objective sexual. She fucking thinks it's hilarious. And Mandy gets irate. But so I go out of my if, way to find them. <laughs> if there's any crazy ones that you've heard of, send them to ever, me. Ever, whether it was like fucking in the seventies, I don't give a shit. Send them to her. Send them to me. I'm on uh, Facebook. I'm Katie Lee, and on Instagram, I'm Kathefe Kate. Just. Send and then she can just ruin my day all over Just, again. yeah. Send them <laughs> to me because I'm obsessed with them. And watching Mandy get straight up pissed mm -hmm. during an entire episode of me reporting on them is <laughs> the greatest joy of my life besides my child. That one wasn't so bad. I feel like no, I'm getting a little immune to sex dolls. And I think... People are crazy, and clearly his mom is too, so that's where he gets it from. Yeah, I'm I'm still waiting to find more on Yuri Tolochko over there in Kazakhstan. Oh, but I happen. haven't seen anything yet. It'll be like the official divorce papers between him and his Well, doll. no, he, he's separated from the doll. Remember, he's with the inflatable chicken. chicken oh, my God, thing. that's right, yeah. sick freak. Ugh. Yeah, so that, I that is what gets my blood boiling. I need the update on the yeah. inflatable chicken thing, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is true. That's crazy. He's a wackadoodle. Oh, my God, he is 
Off yeah. the rails, man. Yeah. Okay, so what are you? Oh, we'll be right back and we will. BRB friends. We have something really, I was gonna say really fun. Mandy keeps building this up to me. Because it is. I am dying to know what it is. Like when I said that was off the rails, like this is like in the ravine already. She texted me and was like, oh my God, I can't wait to blah, blah. I'm like typing like a fucking weirdo. Oh my God. Yeah, I was on my typewriter keyboard. like writing her a letter. I'm like, this is so crazy. I'm on a giant QWERTY keyboard right now. <laughs> she texted me. She's like, oh my God, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what happened? She's she like, is this like, what happened to you? Yeah, I was like, thank God, no. You? She's like, no, it's what we're talking, what I'm talking about. I'm like, oh. Either way, <laughs> I mean, I've never heard of this person, and I was happy to find it. Watch me know um, all about it. <laughs> that would suck. But I really, I don't think you have. Probably. Just from the other episodes we've done, and we've never brought his name up, mm -hmm. I don't think so. Cool. We'll be so, right back. Cheers. Chops. She'll I... be coming around the mountain when she comes. <laughs> She'll be farting around the mountain when she comes. Okay. So, Katie. Nandito burrito. It's kind of sick that I'm so excited to talk to you about this. That makes me even more excited to hear it. Because it's just so crazy. It. It's not, I don't condone any of this. I don't. Even better. Yeah. Learn me something, lady. Okay. So I'm talking about a wee Japanese man. A wee <laughs> Japanese lad. Named Issei Sagawa. Cool. Okay. All right. He is also known as the Kobe Cannibal. Ooh. Or the Japanese Dahmer. I've heard that term before. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I'm Is also he going to win a Golden Globe? <laughs> and somebody get pissed. Just well, kidding. That was fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I didn't make it through that whole series. But um, I'm also gonna try not to swear through this episode. Best of luck to you, bitch. I'm like, I need to like fucking soap my mouth. She just did it. <gasps> she just did it twice. Damn it. Okay. Well, it hasn't officially started yet. Okay. You suck at this. I do suck. Damn it. I'm going to try, though. She sucks big, dirty donkey balls. So, Issei Sagawa, he was born prematurely on April 26, 1949. It's reported that, I don't know how early he was. Like, nothing tells you that. Just says he was born prematurely. But it's reported that the whole baby was able to fit in the palm of his father's hand. In 1949. And, well. And he lived. If... You saw him as an adult, you'd be like, okay, I got it. Yeah, it totally makes sense. So, which I will show you guys all of that. I will show Katie. It's, the story's crazy. His person is crazy. Like, physically, mentally, all of it. I can't wait. Yeah. So, he did from being born so early. He immediately developed enteritis, which is a disease of the small intestine. Which is interesting because I'm not sure if that's, that's what, common. Well, I'm not sure I mean. if um, 
It's just interesting that it's his intestine that has a disease. And not his brain. Well, just because of the shit he did. Okay. Okay. So Sagawa, as we called him, the Kobe cannibal, mm -hmm. the Japanese Dahmer, mm -hmm. first experienced cannibalistic desires while in the first grade after seeing a male classmate's creamy white thigh. Okay. In two, in a two I have never once seen a creamy white thigh and thought, well, let me get a piece of that. Yeah. He thought it looked delicious. In first grade, okay. And here's another thing that's interesting about Issei. Like Dahmer, like there was some family turmoil. Mm -hmm. Like most serial there's killers, a backstory. there's a backstory. Yeah. No, he was raised by loving parents. They were well off. He had siblings. He was happy. He played with them. He had friends. But So um, he's not like killing cats out back no. and hanging shit mm -hmm. from trees. He's not like, Dad, will you show me how to get the entrails out of this fucking rabbit? <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. None of that. Okay. It was a very normal upbringing and a good family. Okay. You know? um, so anyway, he first experienced his cannibalistic tendencies in first He wanted to take first grade. right out of his friend. Okay. In his first grade because his thigh looked delicious. <laughs> so in a 2011 interview with Vice, Sagawa reported that he's still a, alive. He died the same day as my dad. Ugh. Which was so weird when I was researching it. I was like, well, okay, well, maybe I'm meant to read this story. I Did daddy know. give you a topic? Maybe he was like, this is you guys for sure. Right. Here, take this. Because I don't even know how I fucking found it. It just like came up on my phone. I'm like, who is this? You know? And, um... What a weird thing to just... I know. Okay. So, anyway. Yes. Anyhow. That part's morbid. I know. That's... But, but still, like, interesting. He, maybe he saw it and was like, oh, they have Here to you go. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, in the interview with Vice, Sagawa reported that as a youth, he partook in bestiality with his dog and experienced cannibalistic desires for women. More on the Vice interview soon, because I'm going to read you some shit from that. It's very long. Bestiality? So what he would that do... That poor dog. Is basically like... Blow his dog. The equivalent... I'm not quite sure what they were using in Japan. 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 But, but he would smear some shit on his... Junk. Junk. And let the dog lick let it Let the off. dog lick it off. Yes. Do you know how common that is? Which is so disturbing oh, to me. Oh, God. Just the fact he's saying that gave me a pit in my stomach. But in those days... Because we know Japan is not this way anymore. Like, talking about sex and things like that were, like, just unheard of. Like, you didn't talk... Your parents didn't talk to you about that stuff. Right. Um, so, it's like that in a lot of places. So, when he got his first erection... Like the South. <laughs> when he got his first erection, though, he thought something was wrong with him. He thought he was, like, sick or something. He didn't know what to do. And then he started, at a very young age, though, getting these sexual feelings towards cannibalism and shit like that, you know? And bestiality, like, most kids would know, like, not even think of that, like, at first grade. Right? Why know? on earth? So, but he was, he knew nothing about it, and I mean, maybe the parents just hadn't talked to him about it because he was, like, six, <laughs> you know? And first a six-year-old got sex. a, and a six-year-old got a hard-on? Yeah, and he's Started that show with his dog. I don't know. All anyway, right. I mean, I know it happens like when they wake up and stuff like that. Yeah, you know, I have a son. I've woken my kid up before, but it's like, I mean, not. But like that, that might gross, be but... 
a trait of a future serial killer. Like you're getting sexual um, yeah. feelings much earlier than right, you should. Right, right. You know, like there's right. an imbalance. Or there. it could be a hormonal imbalance. Yes, yes, yeah. exactly. And yeah. with his disgusting stature. I cannot wait to there's see a something picture wrong. of this guy. <laughs> oh know. my God. I can't wait to like describe him to you the way I see him. Oh my God, I can't wait. Um. Anyway. So this just gets worse and better. That's at the a little same bit. Time. There's not a whole lot to talk about about his youth. He was a sickly kid. He was real tiny. Had a happy upbringing. And he's just fucked up. And he's just fucked up. But maybe it's from being born prematurely. But oh, that would, but, but that would give the presumption that everyone born it doesn't prematurely make you is like people. fucked up. Yeah. Right. My kid's like the sweetest kid in the whole world. Right. But back in those <laughs> days, maybe in Japan in the 40s, they didn't have the right shit to like. I don't know. I don't know. Heal him. It quickly. sounds like he was just a He's fucked just, up. There's yeah. just like a chromosome missing there or something. So anyway, his youth, there's not a whole lot to talk about. And usually with serial killers, we always talk about their backstory. There's really yeah. not a big one. Right. Usually there's a traumatic event and yeah. he doesn't mm -hmm. have that. Nope. Perfectly happy upbringing. Yeah. Um, at the age of 24, while attending Waco University, I'm probably not pronounced Waco because it's in Tokyo. It might be though. W-A-K-O. Uh-huh. Okay. We're going to go with Waco. I just think of Waco, Texas every time I say it, even though it's, you know, anyway. So he attended the Waco University in Tokyo at the age of 24. He walked past a tall German woman with beautiful white thighs. And he thought to himself, could I Let me get her? a piece of that. No, he's, this is in quotes. This is him talking. Oh could I eat her? Mm-hmm. Talking to himself. Like in a dirty way or like, can I actually eat her? He's talking about in the fucking cannibalistic way. <laughs> so he's thinking this to himself. So then he followed her home and broke into her apartment while she was sleeping. Well, that escalated quickly. Mm -hmm. His intention, though, was not to kill her, but to cannibalize her by slicing off a piece of her buttocks and sneaking away with it and sneaking i mean that's an odd <laughs> sneaking away with it like she wouldn't feel you cutting a chunk of her butt out and sneaking away with it to eat later oh midnight snack i got you <laughs> oh my god um, like nobody's gonna feel cutting anything but i'll feel you cutting my fingernail so like i don't he's when he snuck in he was looking for something to subdue her, like a knife or a gun or something. And you know what he landed on? An umbrella. <laughs> he was going to subdue her. He's so smart. With a fucking umbrella. Because this was just like, he was not planning to do this. It was just such an, a, a spontaneous <laughs> thing. Like, he wanted it so bad that he saw her and got this fucking sick craving. Followed her ass home. Literally <laughs> her ass. Because he wanted to eat it. He's already pissed. God dang it. I'm going to be more... This is amazing. I'm going to be more uh, conscious of that. But anyway, so such a spur of the moment She wants to thing. be more convent-like. I do. I do. I just want to see if I can do it. But apparently, uh, it's not going too well. It's not in the cards for her. But So yeah, he found an umbrella in her apartment and thought he'd subdue her. And I don't know what he was doing with it. Like maybe hitting her over the head thinking it would knock her out. But she woke up. And she's like, <laughs> I'm going to hit the sleeping woman with an umbrella. <laughs> God. So she woke up and she freaked out and started screaming. Wait a minute. Pause. 
He couldn't subdue her with what he was going to cut her butt he didn't, with. He didn't even have a knife with So him. what was he good? It was literally that spur of the moment where he was like, I can't lose this woman. I got to follow her and figure it out when I get into her apartment. But like, okay, if I'm How sleeping you cut and you butt? take a fucking knife and try and slice a chunk of my ass, I'm going to wake up. Use the know. knife to subdue her. You douche canoe. Yeah. Not an umbrella. Well, thank God he didn't have umbrella know that. knife. Like what? How are you gonna do that? Yeah. <laughs> How's this gonna work? You what? stupid fuck. So, <laughs> oh my god. So she woke up. I bet she did. Sagawa claims that she pushed him to the ground, which again, when I describe him, wouldn't be make, hard, right? It'll make sense. You could be like, <laughs> and his ass would fall <laughs> to the fucking ground. Anyway, oh my god! Um, <laughs> but um, so the police were called, and they arrested him. But he didn't tell them his true intentions of Obviously. like I wanted to eat her. So they got him for attempted rape, which he did no time for. So, thanks, Japan. Thanks. Because he's a man in the forties, or in the 50s. well, this was in the fifties. Well, no, or it's 60s. probably in the sixties. Yeah, but still. I mean, a man. Up yeah. until the late 70s, everyone was free to do whatever the fuck they wanted. So, you know. Okay. They probably looked at him and they were like, you wanted to rape somebody? <laughs> okay. Like, <laughs> right. good job, son. Right. Nice try, friend. Good job, little man. In 1977, at the age of 27, Sagawa moved to France to pursue a PhD in literature at Sorbonne in Paris. Sorbonne. That's Sorbonne. And I know I'm saying it right because I've looked up the pronunciation. I googled it. I did. I, I did the same thing. I'm like, how do I say this? Because, <laughs> I mean, I'm not just going to guess anymore. Because <laughs> we're not French. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so Sagawa said that while he was residing in Paris, his sexual urge to eat someone was stronger than ever. Watch out, Paris. You got a fucking cannibal on the loose. Just eat a croissant and shut the fuck up. <laughs> Almost every night, this is a quote from Issei. Almost every night, I would bring a prostitute home and then try to shoot them. But for some... With an umbrella? <laughs> <laughs> but for some reason, my fingers froze up and I couldn't pull the trigger. On June 11th, 1981, Sagawa, then 32, invited a Sorbonne classmate, Renee Hartvelt, who was a Dutch woman to dinner at his apartment at 10 Rue Erlanger. <laughs> I don't know if I said that right. 10 Rue Erlanger under the pre it? No, not that one. <laughs> under the pretext of translating poetry for a school assignment. So, you know, they were both going for a literature, literature degree. Yeah. yeah. And this girl she befriended him and she was a very pretty girl, very nice. But at the same time... She probably heard what was going on and was like, I better be nice to this guy. Because he's like, he's the equivalent now, of like the trench coat Columbine. Like. Yeah, she would have never agreed to go there. However, though, he agreed to pay her to tutor him. And she agreed because she's going to make some money. Now, it did seem like they were actually friends. And he seemed to really like her as a real person, too. Okay. Not um, as a victim. No. But okay. I mean, he still ate her, but, <laughs> but womp, he's womp. like, if I would have had one more dinner with her, I could have never killed her. It's like, you dick. Yeah. Okay. You sick fucking E.T. motherfucker. 
I cannot not cuss. This is impossible. I give up. Especially with a story like this. Yeah, I know. He's so it, like, freaking gross. Brings it out. Yeah, he's horrible. But just wait. You're going to hate this guy so much more. I already hate him. Yeah. So. He's twat podcast material for so sure. He, yeah. <laughs> so he, on June 11th, 1981, he had invited her, you know, to come help him study literature. In his, literature. In his apartment. Again, under the pretext of translating poetry for a school assignment. Little did she know that he was really inviting her over there for dinner. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> She's the dinner. Sagawa planned to kill and eat her. He had selected her for her health and beauty. Characters he felt he lacked, which he did. Clearly. He's such a fucking... Because he's a Japanese Oompa Loompa. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, that's a good one too. And I'm only assuming. So he considered himself weak, small, ugly, and he was absolutely correct. <laughs> he was just He looks like, to me, he looks like a cross between, and I'm going to post pictures. Because this guy's a monster, so I don't Can mind I making, see a I don't mind making I'm fun dying. of him. I can't like lose my spot, but I promise I will show Fuck. Um... So, to me, he looks like a very even mix of E.T. and Gollum from Lord of the Rings. Schmeagol. Like, he is a fucking... That is unfortunate. <laughs> oh, my God. This guy oh is God. super unfortunate. And then there was one picture I saw where he was unclothed and he was sitting on a couch. Unclothed? Yeah. That's you it. can see the pubes and shit. Eck! Like, I'd have to see this picture. It was super eck. Ew! Show me now! Um, I have to see all of it. But, so when I saw that picture, he do you remember the Dr. Seuss book, The Sneetches? And they, like, would go through that machine and become star-bellied Sneetches? Yes! He looks kind of like a Sneetch, too. With, like, an E.T. face. Oh, my God! Oh, my God! <laughs> I'm really, like, ramping this up for you. He was four foot nine. And this girl that he invited to his apartment... Four foot nine? He's four nine. And and this woman was five ten. And she couldn't fight this little nugget off? Well, you'll find out why. Okay. But she was literally over a foot taller than him. I mean five ten is very tall for a woman. But but four nine is like very small for a man. And he wasn't considered like That's really small a little for anybody. <laughs> He's just a little Asian man. Yeah. With a weird belly and a weird fucking face and small little raptor arms. <laughs> I know I'm killing you with this right now. <laughs> I'm dying. I might eat you later. <laughs> Your thigh looks amazing. All right, so after... Milky white thigh. Your milky white thigh. No, it's bright white. Whatever. Thigh. He became obsessed um, with Western women. Clearly. Like, Grace Kelly was, like, his shit, you know? And so he was only attracted to beautiful white women. White women. So, yeah. So after Heartfelt, this is this is where it starts getting real crazy. And I'm going to try not to laugh, but if I do, just know that it's not at the victim's expense. It's just, this is so fucking crazy, okay? Yeah. Um, 
just because I saw a line and I was like, I'm definitely gonna laugh when I say that, so I gotta, you know. So after Heartfelt had arrived at his place. Heartfelt? Heartfelt. No, Heartfelt. Heart, like, Heartfelt. Are we, are we changing names? Is this a pet name? <laughs> Heartfelt. Yeah, it sounds the same though. After Heartfelt. Heartfelt showed up at my home. <laughs> She started reading the poetry he had asked her to um, recite. recite or translate for him. She was sitting at his desk when he shot her in the back of the neck with a rifle. So that is why she couldn't fight him off. Where did that little man get a rifle? He got one for like protection. A rifle. Lived alone. It was like a fucking boom. Rifle. Big ass thing. Yeah. What? Like, it's probably bigger than he is. What the hell? It's like, how did these... So Why? with the prostitutes, he would aim it at them without them knowing. And he could never pull the trigger, you know? Because he's such a pussy. He did it from behind. But he said he would make them wash in his bidet first. And so he would be aiming the gun at them while they wash in the bidet. So they couldn't see. I guess. I mean, I hope they couldn't see. I mean, wouldn't one of them turn him in? So clearly they didn't know. Yeah, that's true. So anyway, he was surprised after he shot her. He was surprised at how much blood was coming out of her. Well, you probably hit a main artery. You probably hit her carotid, you fucking yeah. weirdo. Um, he considered changing his mind after he did it. Because this is the first time he's actually pulled the trigger. Right, right. right. And this isn't a prostitute. This is someone that he really this like, is cared he about. Likes. He yeah. was friends with her, you know? Um, so he considered calling an ambulance and then this is a quote from him. Okay. He considered calling an ambulance, but then he thought, hang on, don't be stupid. You've been dreaming about this for 32 years and now it's actually happening. That's the thought that entered his mind. I wish I could say I was shocked. Now, but I how is he going to eat a person if he doesn't eat a person. Right. And now I don't believe that. Even if he called an ambulance, she would have survived that. Like, no. she would have died anyway. Yeah. Which is fucked up and awful. But the things he did with her, I mean, thank God she was dead when that happened. Mm. So, he had sex with her corpse. And what he really wanted, because at this point, he's like in a fucking frenzy. Because he's like, I would imagine. I've been dreaming about eating a human forever. A beautiful human. Mm -hmm. And now it's happening. So he wanted to eat her ass. Like the cheeks. Like a fucking vulture with deer? He wanted to bite the cheeks. And he thinks he can just bite into it. Like a steak? With his, with his mouth. Like he can just lean over and like rip it. Rip a chunk out of her ass. So, turned out he couldn't do that. So he grabbed a butcher knife or fillet knife and um, an electric cut carving knife, and he began to cut into her butt. And he was surprised that there's a layer of fat. There's a big layer of fat. Yeah. And he was like, he said it looked like some corn type substance. It's he like, should have taken how did you anatomy not know class. That, you PhD person. But yeah, so. You think you can just bite ass. So after, I know. And eat it. So this after, sounds dirty, but we're talking about a cannibal. He cut into the ass and saw that it looked, you know, like fat. Fat. He smelled it 
and said that human meat had there was no smell right mm -hmm. so he cut further down and cut a piece of the meat out and ate it raw and he said quote that it went down like tuna on a sushi roll he said it was delicious now Obviously, he's going to think it's delicious because it's almost like an orgasm to him. Yeah. He's finally That's got what thing. he fucking wanted. And he's, he, until the day he died, preached about too, how delicious human meat is. Too bad he didn't try it and was like, ew. This is disgusting. Yeah. You know oh, what I mean? Oh. And like lost the urge. So he consumed various parts of heart pump eating most of her breasts, her face. Her breasts are fat. Yeah. He didn't like them because they were kind of greasy. He ate most of her face. Mm. He ate her fucking nose. Which is all That's cartilage. like one of the first things he ate was the tip of her nose. That's cartilage. That's kind of bizarre. Know. Her butt, her feet, her thighs and neck. And some he ate cooked, but most he ate raw. He even admitted to swallowing her clitoris, clitoris, whole, due to her being on her period at the time and not liking the smell of menstrual blood. Mm-hmm. And then, so, he chopped her up and saved other parts for later. Very Dahmer-like. This, this whole thing is very Dahmer-like to me. So then he um, took the carving knife, cut up her body and put the parts he had before this. this so this was preconceived. He bought two suitcases uh -huh. to put the body parts in to dispose of. So he's cutting her up and the parts he doesn't want, he's putting in the suitcases. Mm -hmm. And there's parts he is keeping. Mm -hmm. And then there's parts he's keeping in the fridge. So, like, one part he kept was an arm, and he would chew on it, just like a, I don't know, like, like a drumstick or some shit, and he ate from her armpit, like, all the way down, whatever fatty parts he could do, he liked that. After he was, like, satiated from, like, his need at the moment, from what he wanted, he got curious about the parts of the body that he was not interested in. Like the anus. He cut it out and put it in his mouth raw. And he Hello, said... Hello, diseases. He said... Mind you, she was on her period at the time, too. I know. I'm not sure if there was tampons in the 50s or whatever. But... It was the 80s. <clears throat> oh, you know what? This was the 80s, because he was 32. Mm -hmm. There yeah. were tampons. There was the definitely 80s. tampons then. But who knows if she wore one. But either way, he put the... He put the anus in his mouth raw and it smelled so bad that he spit it out. Imagine that. Weird. So then, um, he's like a little vulture. So then he fried it up and did he make sausages? <laughs> well, it was just literally the butthole. So he fried it up in a frying pan and he tried that and he still spit it out cause it did not get rid of the odor. So then, um, he cut all the meat off her thighs and whatever, I guess, 
fattier parts of the body. He kept the meat. You yeah, know? yeah. He and while doing it, he's sitting there eating pieces raw too, just like a fucking psychopath. And I give up. I'm not not cussing. It's just me. So anyway, mm -hmm. so then he puts the rest of the stuff that he's not keeping in suitcases. Mm -hmm. And this part's kind of funny. So he goes, he calls a cab and it's taking him to this park in France uh -huh. where he wants to dispose of the suitcases. Okay. Okay. Cause he thinks it's like remote enough. Mm -hmm. So the in cab, a park. so the guy, this idiot. So the cab driver is like helping him load the luggage into the cab. And he's like, what do you got a body in here? Like he literally said that. Cause that's a thing people say. Yeah. You know, and it wasn't. So he goes to this park and he's, got the suitcases down and he's just kind of looking and stuff and I guess someone walks by and they thought the suitcases seemed suspicious. Mm -hmm. Some reports say there was a hand sticking out of one of them but not all reports say that. Right. But what is factual is that these were down or like just chilling in the park while he was looking at the water or whatever you know and because there were people around. He sounds dumb as fuck. Oh, yeah. Like, so fucking stupid. So then some guy walking by said, are these your suitcases? Because he thought they looked suspicious. And he said no. He didn't mean to say no, but he just, it was like... It just, like, came out. Instinctive, because he knew it was something bad. Yeah. So the guy opened the suitcases. And in them were the parts... Body of parts. This poor woman. And they just looked at him and started screaming murderer. So... The police were called. He didn't try and run, anything like that. And they arrested him. So he went to jail. Now, here is where it gets really fucked up. So he's in France, right? Yeah. He gets arrested. He gets maximum fucking penalty. You're away for life. You'll never get out, right? So there's a few different ways this can go because there's speculation over it, right? Mm. So eventually he ends up like like three years after being in France, he ends up in a mental institution in Japan. Mm. Because one story is they say that the French citizens were like, why are we going to pay for this man's, you know, housing in jail when he's not even a citizen, a, a citizen of France, you know? And so they had him And neither deported. was the victim. Yeah, and so they had him deported to, you know, Japan. Because mm -hmm. he was, even though he was in jail in France, he was still declared legally insane. Okay. So when he went to Japan, which they say his dad had a lot of pull with, um, or in Japan. And so it could also be possible that the dad approached France and was like, can we have my son extradited back over here? Yes. Yeah. So it could have gone either way. Okay. But either way, he ended up in France and he had gotten the maximum life sentences or multiple life or whatever. Yeah. So he gets to Japan. And this is like three years later. Like it took a while for it to go through. He goes to, uh, what's it called? Like to the institution. Mm. Okay. Because it's not jail. And now the first few people that talk to him find him sane that assess him or whatever they find him sane and say he needs to be in prison mm -hmm. they want to put him in prison 
Well, somehow, when they declared him not insane, he went free. Yeah. And he went free only five years after this had happened. Okay. What? And until this past November, two months ago, he, he roamed free. He was a free man. Eating people? He has not eaten people, no, that we know of. However, he has written multiple books that have made him money. His whole living now, well, right before he died, were, it, his whole income came from shit about what he did. He was on talk shows. They had him on a fucking cooking show, having him sample meat. Come on, Japan. What the motherfuck is that? And then... <laughs> Unfucking believable. He, he made porns and they were recreating Shut what up. he fucking did. I saw a snippet of one and I was like, oh. It was like him, it was a girl at the desk. And A, there's no background, it's just white. And there's a girl at a desk and then there's like a closet back here and it shows him with a big rifle. Um, he's been, yeah. So he made money off that. He, I think he's, I think he published 20 books. Who wants to read and he that talks, much about his he one talks conquest? in so much detail about what he did. Like when Vice interviewed him, which I'm going to read you a little bit of that soon because it's like crazy. Uh, He's, he is insane. Like, he should have been declared insane, because he is. Like, yeah. he's just, like, very nonchalantly telling you exactly what he did, what he was feeling at the time, what he thought. Like, like there's no emotion there. How the fuck did he go free? Yeah, and be on, they, like, publicized him. Like, he'd be on, he had guest spots well, on Japanese movies and guest spots on TV shows, and he'd be asked as guests on talk shows, and like, what the hell? At one point, he, I mean, he did a porn. That's disgusting. Where he paid a prostitute in Japan for 24 hours, right? And they're filming this, and they have him sleep with her, have sex with her three times. And then after that, they're like sitting on their couches and talking and he tells her what he did in real life to this other woman. And you see her pull the blanket over her legs. And this is an Asian woman. Yeah. Um, she pulls the He's blanket. He's like, don't worry, you're not my type. <laughs> well, he has since switched to Asian women, specifically from like choice. Okinawa or something. They're the only ones that I guess can't get away from him because he's in Japan now. <laughs> But anyway, so you can see her and she's like terrified, but this bitch, like you could see the terror on her face when he's telling her this and you can see her cover her legs and she's just like kind of panicking, right? So she has her little moment. They get over it. They have sex like more times. Like she still does the full 24 hours. She wants to get paid. They end up becoming like besties. And she knows exactly what he did. It's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, he swears that he loved the Heartbelt girl. 
Like, he's only friends with you. What do you think he'll do with you? You know what I mean? Like, you think you're safe? I don't know. So, besties. Besties. With a murdering cannibalist who has made money and made his life about what he did in France. Yeah. What's well, the only thing he could do? He couldn't get hired anywhere. Duh. Yeah. He's a cannibalistic murderer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but... Wow. You know, a lot of the shows over there were like, oh, this guy's going to get us good views. Like, let's get him on. It's like so crazy. I mean, I guess it's no different than like Diane Sawyer and Barbara Walters going and talking to like Charles Manson and shit. But it's like. Yeah, but they're going to talk to him while he's incarcerated. They're Right. They're interviewing these people. You're not like, they're not putting them on like. Come to my office. Let's talk. Like, they're not no. putting them on game shows and. And cooking shows? Where he got to sample my barbecue sample the meat, right? Like what in the They're fuck? They're putting is that? him on like what's that barbecue show on the cooking channel? I don't know that that pit barbecue whatever it is. I don't They're know. They're not like you know try my meat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's I think of like the the cook off with Bobby Flay where there's like all right, the different beat stations. Bobby Flay. Like, you go try and like all the different beat ones. Bobby Flay, like he was yeah. doing that so gross so it's like super gross but anyway Ugh. he made his living doing that now to give you a little bit more insight on him i feel like i have enough insight <laughs> well we need to I'm hear this so just from the horse's mouth oh my god from et's mouth i'm so disturbed i think right he looks so much like et okay me no he oh i thought you said you i, I think... was like Ugh. <laughs> bitch you're a bitch okay so this is now, I will put the link to this interview under the episode because I'm not going to read the whole thing because it's like crazy long, but not crazy long, but too long for me to read. Right. I don't like to read that much, but I picked out some of like my favorite excerpts mm -hmm. from the interview just to give you guys a roundabout idea of him. Okay. So the first question from Vice is, tell me about the first time you felt cannibalistic urges. I was physically weak from the moment I was born, which is true. My legs were so skinny they looked like pencils. It was in the first grade of elementary school when I saw the quivering meat on a male classmate's thighs and I suddenly thought, mmm, that looks delicious. But I'm not homosexual. So far, or so far. So far, I'm not homosexual. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not Who knows what will happen so in the future? I'm not homosexual. So from around the time I entered junior high school, I became obsessed with the Western actress, Grace Kelly, an obsession that lasted right through high school. That she was, was beautiful. Yeah. That was the beginning of my infatuation with Occidental people. Occidental? Occidental people. That's a word I don't know. I know. I think it has something to do with Western people. I don't know. I hope so. Um, or white people. <laughs> I don't know. Friends, what does that mean? Anyway, before I knew it, tall, healthy-looking Western women became the trigger of my cannibalistic fantasies. Mm -hmm. Eventually, I began feeling a strong desire to bite into them. Not to kill them or eat them, per se, but merely to gnaw on their flesh. That's eating them. <laughs> it was purely a form of sexual desire. It wasn't like I felt like eating someone every time I was hungry, but... 
You know how you tend to feel a stronger sexual desire when you've eaten a full meal? No. No, that's the last thing I want to do when my ass is full. Pretty much the opposite. That's when I would start to feel an urge to eat a girl. <laughs> it's just such a weird statement to come out of my mouth. <laughs> the cannibalistic urge of I want to eat human meat is sort of a sexual appetite. So if I don't make sure that I ejaculate frequently, the desire only gets stronger and stronger. So you see this little elf cretin looking thing <laughs> just beating his meat all the fucking time. Oh, oh. That's so gross. Just all the time. So another question from Dice. Did you eat her raw? Mostly yes. At first I bit into her butt, but with the intention. I keep saying butt muncher. I keep saying butt, but that is actually like talking about an actual butt. And I keep thinking I need butt to say muncher. butt. <laughs> uh, at first I bit into her butt with the intention of munching on it, but it's impossible, exclamation point. This is like he wrote down. Human skin is so thick. I ended up with a sore jaw, although I managed to leave some teeth marks. I ended up- You must be so proud of yourself. I ended up swallowing the clitoris and some pubes without chewing on it because she had her period and the smell was just horrendous. That's what you get for, Never mind. But it was the first moment that I actually felt sort of Wait a minute. sexual pleasure in eating her. Wait a minute. What? Does he know where the clitoris is? Did he eat her labia or her clitoris? Well, if she was wearing a pad, the clitoris is going to be disgusting too. I No, I wholeheartedly agree. But if he's eating pews and she was on her period. I don't know. He says the clitoris. I have a feeling he doesn't know what that is. And other articles. Because why would he know? As well. Yeah, that's true. Well, he did have his nose in a book his entire life because he like had no friends. I'm just saying. <laughs> like most men, they can't find it. <laughs> Why should he be any different? He didn't take anatomy. He took literature. That is true. That is true. Fucking nerd. But that was the first moment that he felt a sexual pleasure in eating her. As if my inner body was on fire. This is also... Then him. maybe you should have just had sex like a normal person and ate her the right way. Yeah. Also, this is him, his words. Also, you know how beef or whale meat has a sort of beastly smell to it? No. No, I don't. Um, We're, we here in America don't kill whales because <laughs> it's illegal. There's TV shows about how you guys kill whales. <laughs> Let's see. Still? There used to be on Currently. Like I remember the, the show, but do they still do that? Probably. I know they still do it. So, um, let's see. So anyway, whale meat has a beastly smell to it. Human meat, however, is odorless, is what he says. I actually believe that human meat is the tastiest of all meats. It doesn't have any of that gamey animal smell. When I ate some more a couple of days later, just before I got arrested, the meat had become sweeter and it tasted great. The meat on the soles of her feet smelled bad though, and it didn't taste very nice. 
this is during the time where he's trying to figure out the parts of the body that he wasn't fantasizing about. So soles of the feet were gross. Anus was gross. Clitoris was gross. He didn't like that. The neck was the best. The meat tastes more delicate as you move up the body, especially above the torso. Her tongue was delicious as well. I took it out of her mouth and chewed on it raw. Neither neck nor tongue has much meat on it though. So if you really want to feast, you should eat the thighs. Now he did say that he couldn't get the tongue out of the mouth very well because the jaw was like locked, I guess. But he like was able rigor to- rigor mortis. He was able to like maneuver it out and take it. it so the tongue gross. is a muscle. Yeah. Thick. This is Vice. Do you still have these cannibalistic urges? Oh yes, definitely. The desire to eat people becomes so intense around June when women start wearing less and showing more skin. Just today, this is the day of the interview, I saw a girl with a really nice derriere on my way to the train station. When I see things like that, I think about wanting to eat someone again before I die. So yes, I do still harbor these desires and I specifically want to eat a Japanese woman this time. I think either sukiyaki or shabu shabu, which is lightly boiled thin slices, is the best way to go in order to really savor the natural flavor of the meat. Gross. Can you please call for people who would be willing to be eaten by me in your magazine? There's one condition though. They have to be young, beautiful women. And he's a fucking nightmare looking person. He is a Where monster Where is Kuchisaki Ona when we need her? Right? Seriously. Um, so they have to be young, beautiful women. What I'm saying is I can't bear the thought of leaving this life without ever tasting that derriere that I saw this morning or her thighs. I want to eat them again while I'm alive so that I can at least be satisfied when I die. There's no doubt in my mind that I want to eat human flesh again, though. I mean, it's delicious stuff. If people found out the truth about how delicious it was, I'm sure that all men would start eating women. Are you interested in anything other than human meat, like excrement, for example? Eating excrement is going too far, but I did have a female Oh, that's too far. Yeah. Oh, okay. So he does have Doesn't hurt anybody, but yeah, too far. But I did have a female acquaintance who would always let me drink her piss and spit. Oh my God, makes me want to gag. She doesn't let me anymore since she's married, but before that, she would stand above my head and piss directly into my mouth. So he likes golden showers. It was delicious and it didn't smell funny at all. Gross. I say, do you have a message for all the girls around the world reading this? Sure. I would like to invite any woman who wants to kill me to step forward. Beautiful women only. That would be my ideal way to die. Maybe they can shoot me up with morphine so I don't feel any pain. Although I guess the pain is part of the pleasure. Dying instantly is boring, so I want to savor the process of being killed. An alternative would be to drown in female saliva. Wouldn't it be wonderful to be covered 
all over with women's spit. No. If I could die drowning in it, that would be my ultimate dream come true. I'm a cowardly man who killed another person yet can't face killing myself. So I guess dying at the hands of a woman would be my way to redemption. So he wants to martyr himself? Yeah. I'm glad you died in a different way. So it's just such a strange situation because most times we've talked about cannibals You before. put your phone down way too soon. You have to show me pictures. Oh, I will. I will. And I'm going to post them on here. But I'm not going to see them with the masses. Huh? I'm not going to see them with the no, masses. No, I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you. I'm just trying to finish this up. Because, well, he he did die. And he didn't get his wish. Because of his enteritis. When he died wanting to eat human flesh, he was, like, intubated. He had feeding tubes and shit. Yeah. And he was not breathing on his own, like, all this crazy stuff. Thank God. Because if you got to die in any of the ways you wanted to, fuck you. No he kidding. He was stuck in a bed for, for a while, you know. His little E.T. demon alien self. So I'm going to show Katie. Oh, my God. The picture. Oh, my God. Let me see. I'm dying. I'm like, ew, I shouldn't even have these stupid pictures on my phone. I'm so excited that you do, though. Okay, this is a picture of him eating. He got money for taking a picture of him eating. Okay. Like an OnlyFans? I don't know. Yeah, I guess. So that was him when this happened. Okay, so he was a younger man. That is a hell of a With a comb over. He reminds me of that guy that was a substitute teacher at our school that had that oh yes, hellacious yes. God, what was his name mr oh my god and i heard his name the other day too. he literally he only had like madison shit he had like this much hair here yeah and he would like wrap it around his but head but it was like kind of <laughs> tangly so it stayed together it was bizarre oh one thing i forgot to tell you too is he has a um a japanese manga which is of course a, he does. Which is a, a comic book that he illustrated of what he did. Of course he does. Why he, would he? So after, you know, he was dismembering the body and stuff, he had picked up the woman's head by the hair and he looked was holding it up and looked in the mirror just to like see what he has done. And he when he did that he thought, I am an animal. Now you think that? He's a douchebag. Um, look at images. I want to find that one where he's sitting, where his pubes show, and he's like naked. Because that's where he looks like a star-bellied snitch and E.T. <laughs> so, this is a fucking sick picture of him with girls' legs. Like he's eating it. He looks kind of like... Um... An Asian elephant man. Okay. <laughs> oh! Do you not see a Sneech and E.T. in that picture? Oh! I can't... Well, let me I see a lot of that. things in that picture that I wish I didn't. I'm going to post it. Because that one's not like... There's no penis. That one's so. not too inappropriate. Because it looks like he has a vagina but, anyways. Um, He's icky. This is him like as like an older person. <laughs> Look at his... Look at his arms. They're like this. Holding the butt. <laughs> He's so freaking disgusting. 
He kind of looks like, you know, on Men in Black, when that guy was, it was, um, fuck, what's the husband's name? It was Edgar. It's called Who's It was Hungry? an Edgar suit. That's the, that's the article from, uh, Vice. Um, let me, do you want to see some pictures from the crime scene? Yeah. Okay. Of course I do. That's her, that's head. her head. Legs. He ripped her like, tits clean off. Yeah, what is that shit sticking out of her boob though, right there? Does she have a tit bone and most people don't? Like, what it is that? It might be one of her ribs that, like, if it's broken. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah. But you can see um, the tip of her nose. He ate her nose. Mm -hmm. He ate, he cut off her lips and saved them for later. I mean, just what a fucking mess. And that poor girl. Yeah, he's just so gross. So anyway. Mm, that makes me so uncomfortable. It's very uncomfortable story, but. Dude, good I topic. Just, I had never heard of him before, and I was like, done. Let's do this. Wow. So anyway. Hope you enjoyed it. I <laughs> hope you enjoyed it. That was crazy. Hope you've never heard of him like we haven't, so. It was just as fun for you. I mean, it's not fun, but it's, it's shocking, right? I mean, it's a great topic. Yeah. I mean, people love Dahmer, so I just figured, let's talk about the Japanese Dahmer. I can't wait for you guys to see what this douche looks like. And it's coming up now. Bye, guys. Bye. And I'm a queen. I'm a